Welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. I am your host, Christina Nicholson, former TV reporter and anchor turned owner and CEO of Media Maven, a public relations agency. I want to shout somebody out before I start this podcast. This, I don't know this person's name on Apple Podcasts. You are RWE1803. And you said, legit, great advice for getting media exposure. I especially love how tactical Christina gets. Her episode on how to pitch yourself to podcasts was exactly what I was looking for. Great show. I've been binging it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I am very grateful for every rating and review I get. Right now, I am at 85. I want to get to 100 this summer. So if you can pop on there on Apple Podcasts, leave me a rating, a review. I will give you a shout out. I will share your review. If you share your name, if you share your business, I will share it with all of the listeners here on Become a Media Maven. I hope to read one of these every week. So I look forward to reading your reviews. Okay, now let's talk peso. If you are on my email list, you know I have been dabbling with some thoughts on changing things up in my PR agency and the services we offer and why we offer what we do. And some of that has been because I have seen how the earned media industry is changing. Many things are becoming pay to play and many things are overlapping more so now than ever before when it comes to creating your own content, social media, and earning media and even advertising in some sense. There's so much overlap that I felt like I needed to do this episode one because not only does it offer me clarity on things I'm doing in my business, but it's also something that I recently have learned a little bit more about. And that is because I am in this Slack group called Spin Socks. And this is something that's for a lot of people in the PR space. And I've been sleeping on this Slack group for a long time. But as I look at making changes at Media Maven, I am leaning on this group a little bit more. And I just started listening to another podcast by Jenny Dietrich. She is the owner and founder and all things Spin Sucks. And she copyrighted this peso model. This stuff is her jam. This is an integrated approach to communication. It blends paid media, earned media, shared media, and owned media. So paid, earned, shared, own. You take each first letter of those words and you get peso. So I'm going to talk about what the peso model is, why it is the biggest opportunity for all small business owners. And when you look at your marketing strategy, you need to say, okay, what am I doing here in this peso model? What is paid, earned, shared, and owned? Because this is really how you establish thought leadership, credibility, trust, and authority. It will fuel your brand reputation. In a perfect world, all four of these will work well together. But realistically, sometimes it's hard to do all four at once. So do at least two. Do at least two at once and work your way up to all four. Whether you are a marketer, a PR professional, a business owner, understanding and implementing this will 100% improve your marketing strategies. So let's start with the P. That is paid media. This is the one that I suggest people do last. I'm not sure. There is a peso model certification. I am not sure what 
Jenny advises, but in my opinion, this should be last because it is paid. And I know so many people are fearful of investing in their business and they want to try to bootstrap and do things that do not require a large investment of money at first. So let's talk about paid. Because sometimes paid can be easier than it used to be thanks to social media advertising. Paid media, obviously, that requires a monetary investment to get a promotion. So this can include social media platforms, sponsored content, pay-per-click campaigns, And this obviously, you amplify your message, you reach a wider audience, you boost visibility, and you have complete control over this message, okay? So it's easy because you just pay money and you get in front of another audience. Like it's the easiest thing to do. You control the message, but you have to shell out money. And remember, when you pay for coverage, you do not get that authority or credibility. That's you paying somebody to say you are fantastic. You don't get that authority or credibility But on the flip side, you do get to control the messaging. And then depending on where you advertise, you get to control the audience. So for example, when you advertise on social media, you get to control the audience. You get to say, I only want to target women in the U.S. who are interested in fitness and health and working out at home. Like you can get that specific. Unlike if you take an ad out on a billboard on a highway – You're really only targeting people who are traveling on that highway during whatever time frame you pay for that advertisement. Sponsored content is great because you can get super specific on what you sponsor and when you sponsor and then, of course, the message. I did mention in my email newsletter that I have been doing a little bit of this with email newsletters. So I have sponsored Justin Welsh's newsletter. I've sponsored Josh Spector's newsletter. And I look at newsletters where the people reading these newsletters are entrepreneurs or they're marketers, and they more than likely would be interested in what I talk about. So I do like sponsored content in that sense, because if you are already reading a newsletter, maybe you'd be interested in reading mine. Or maybe you'd be interested in this freebie that I have to offer because if you like this newsletter, you'll probably like my content. And then you have the pay-per-click campaigns. I, this is, you know, obviously very popular with Google. I've dabbled in this. I haven't spent a ton of money. I didn't have a lot of luck with Google ads, with LinkedIn ads. Facebook and Instagram, I think, are tricky. It takes a lot of testing. And before you know it, you know, you're spending a lot of money because it adds up pretty quickly. So that's paid media. A variety of ways to do that today. Let's move on to the E in peso, which is earned media. If you are not new here, you know this is what I talk about nine times out of ten. This is where we talk about earning publicity through third-party sources like media outlets, podcasters, sometimes influencers. Influencers could be paid depending on the quote-unquote influence of the influencer, and then industry publications. So you get that attention, you get that coverage, you get those positive mentions without any payment, okay? This involves building relationships with journalists. You have to pitch a compelling story. You have to share specific talking points, newsworthy content, and this is how you will secure those opportunities. Obviously, the credibility and trust associated with this will significantly enhance your brand's reputation. Like, that's huge when it comes to earned media. There's no other way 
to reach more new people faster to get that credibility and authority. And this is free. However, it is the hardest to land because it is very time consuming and it is competitive. But again, that is because it's where you will see the biggest bump in authority and credibility because this is somebody else saying, hey, look at this person. They're fabulous. The S in peso is shared media. And this is where social media comes into play. So this involves leveraging social media platforms and online communities to amplify your message. Your content can be shared by your audience. They can retweet or share or comment what they're seeing on your platforms. You can also have user-generated content. So for example, I just this weekend put out an Instagram reel. I'll link to it in the show notes. I think it's pretty funny. I got my husband a cookbook for Father's Day, and my daughter and I cooked something in the cookbook, and I put it on Instagram. That is an example of shared media, and what I am amplifying is this guy's cookbook. Like, he's not paying me. He didn't pitch me. I just put the content together. That's called user-generated content, and people who watch are like, oh, Here's this guy's cookbook, and this is something in the cookbook, and here's somebody making it. To effectively leverage shared media, you want to be actively engaging with your audience. You want to create shareable content, and you want to foster conversations around your brand. I mentioned what I shared on Instagram. My Instagram, at Christina All Day, it is not niched in anything. It's all over the map. So this probably isn't the best kind of example I could share. But if you have a cooking Instagram or you're always in the kitchen on your Instagram, that would make sense in fostering conversations around your brand. And obviously, people will become loyal to you. You expand your reach and you drive organic growth. This is something that takes a lot of time because it involves a lot of networking. If you love social media and you love networking or talking to people, like don't doom scroll. Be active in the comments and in the DMs. I also like that this follows the E and earned media because I always tell people the biggest way to turn publicity into profit is to turn that earned media into shared media. And you do that by sharing on social media, by tagging the podcast host, by tagging the journalist. Like whenever you're sharing anything on social media, you should be tagging people. So when I shared me cooking this recipe, I tagged the Elvis Duran show because I was listening to the Elvis Duran show when I heard them talking about this guy and his cookbook. This guy was a guest on the show. I tagged the author of the cookbook. I also tagged the publisher, which is Penguin Random House, because I do a lot of bookstagram stuff. So I'm going to tag the publisher so they see I am sharing a book that they published. That's how shared media works. Finally, moving on to the O, which is owned media. And this is something that I am trying to do more of at Media Maven. We used to only focus on earned media, pitching the media. We're still focused on that. But we're also adding owned media into the equation. Because again, I mentioned the overlap. And there is a lot of overlap because the media, members of the media, writers, journalists, I mean, all forms, right? They're overworked and underpaid. Many times you will pitch a story and they'll be like, that's great. I love that story, but I don't have the time to write this. So if you write it, we'll publish it. 
almost like a contribution. You are contributing that piece, but you're not like a regular contributor. Now, that's something you could be. You could be a regular contributor, and then you create that media. But it helps our clients so much more when we are willing and able to say, hey, we will write this content, and we can put it on your own blog. We can put it on your website. We can share it with your email list. But we can also make some tweaks and make it original and pitch it out for placement because it makes the journalist's job easier. So owned media, it refers to channels that you have complete control over. That's your website, that's your blog, or your social media profiles. Like you determine what gets posted there. This allows you to shape your brand's narrative. You can showcase your expertise. That's what you should be doing. And you can engage directly with your audience. If you develop a robust content strategy for your owned media channels, you should have blog posts that you're, that you're putting up. You could also have videos, podcasts, ebooks. And I talk a lot about this in the media mentoring program. You don't have to reinvent the wheel to do all of these things. You start with one piece of content and it's gonna be your long form content. So say for me, we'll use this podcast as an example. Say this podcast right now is my long form content. I can get this transcribed and turn that into a blog post. I can take little bits and pieces of it and make those social media posts. If I had my camera on, which I used to, I'm not doing videos anymore, but if I had a camera on, I could turn this podcast into a video and have that video be posted on YouTube. Take snippets of that video and post it on social media in addition to the text on social media. So again, you're not creating four different things to have a blog post, a podcast, a video, and social media post. You're creating one thing one time and you're just ripping it up into different formats for those different outlets. That is how you do a great job with own media. And this is one of my favorite forms of content creation. Just because I love content creation, I like creating the content more than I like pitching the idea. But this helps with that too. You create the content and then you can pitch the idea of the content. Like I could say, hey, let's talk about the peso model. Even though I created this podcast, I'm sure a journalist would want to talk about different things about the peso model. They'll have different questions. So that could be the catalyst for a media pitch. In addition, when I wrote for Inc. Magazine, many times I would link back to a source that I quoted. However, they did not want me linking back to the homepage. So say I am interviewing Jessica Terzakis about creating content to teach others. Let's help put content together for this event that we're having. We're teaching people how to sell from the stage. I cannot link back to Jessica's homepage of her website because that looks too promotional. Instead, I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that Jessica has a blog post about creating content for an event to help the attendees learn how to sell from the stage because that's what my article is about. So if I link back to Jessica's website, I have to link back to a blog post that goes deeper on the specific topic that I'm covering. If I was 
interviewing somebody and they did not have that, I could not link back to them. So many times I would say, hey, listen, I'm writing this. It's going live next week. I would love to give you a backlink from a very popular website that would help your SEO, but I can't do that because you don't have anything on your site that goes deeper on what we're talking about here. So can you just like throw something up there real quick so I can link back to you? Nine times out of 10, they would. And that's how that happens. So that's why, again, all of this works so well together, especially that ESO and PESO, the earned, shared, and owned. And that's why I suggest if you're going to focus on just a few of those, leave the paid out. Unless you're in a position where you have a shit ton of money to spend, then go ahead and spend your money. But the earned, shared, and owned, I feel, is easier for people starting out. And those three work very, very well together. So you should always be implementing at least two of those. Look at two with the goal of reaching three and then four. So that is the peso model. P for paid, E for earned, S for shared, and O for owned. If you want to learn more, I am going to link to the Spin Sucks website. This is um, another PR agency. Again, I told you the woman who runs this, she is amazing me in the Slack group. She's got a great podcast herself. And I will also link to my newsletter that I mentioned, that cookbook reel, so you can see an example of shared media. And then my media mentoring program, where I talk specifically about earned, shared, and owned a lot. I also do touch on paid, specifically in the form of influencers. Because influencers used to be earned. They used to be shared. Sometimes they are a little bit of both. But People can't pay their bills with trades, okay? So if you are reaching out to an influencer who is somebody who makes their living influencing, you need to pay them. I don't do this. This is something I dabble in. So to give you another example of shared media, I recently stayed at PGA National Resort and Spa in Palm Beach Gardens. They comped me one night to share about my experience on social media. Now, because I am in this industry, I like to over-deliver. So I didn't just share once on social media. I shared one post. I shared one reel. The next day, I shared another reel. I also posted 17 Instagram stories. And I also wrote a blog post. And then I shared links to videos I took and images I took during my stay. And I shared that with the person who does public relations at the resort. And I also shared that with the person who handles the resort's social media. So that is an example of shared media or earned media from a quote unquote influencer. But I'm not being paid because I feel like this is something that one, the opportunity was amazing. I was happy to do it on trade. And two, It was something I pitched to them. I was introduced to the person who handles PR for the resort, and I was told that she is looking for people to come and stay and share their experiences on social media. So I was like, perfect, I can do that for you. It was something that was very interesting to me and something that I was happy to do on a trade. Now, I do get emails from some brands who want me to do something similar, and it is something that would take my time away from what I would A, rather be doing, B, my family, C, need to do. So then I will charge a fee for that. So it really just depends when you're working with influencers. 
I don't wanna go off on a tangent on that. That is in my course, the Media Mentoring Program. That's why I'm linking to it in the show notes. But that's something that can be paid, can be earned, can be shared. Like there's a lot of gray area with that just because no influencer is the same. They are not created equal. They are all different, you know? Like don't expect Kim Kardashian to share her experience at PGA National for a trade, for a night stay because that woman is legit, okay? She is going to charge you a fee and it's probably gonna be a million dollars because that is what she is worth, okay? So that is it, that is the peso model. Remember that if you go to mediamavenandmore.com slash podcast, you can get the show notes and the specifics for this episode as well as every other episode here on the Become a Media Maven podcast. I would appreciate it. If you would tap that subscribe button, if you would tap that follow button wherever you are listening to this, that would be amazing. And I will see you again here next week in just one week on Become a Media Maven. If you want some more Become a Media Maven in the meantime, then just check out the show notes for this episode. I am linking to becomeamediamaven.com and that will take you to all of the previous episodes. And I look forward to reading your rating and your review next week here on the podcast.